Good morning, everybody. This is Craig from the University of Applied Research and Development. And as part of our veteran stories, Difference Makers, we've got Christina and Eddie with us today. Eddie being a veteran and Christina being a veteran spouse. Thank you both for your service. Really appreciate you both being here with us today. Good morning. Thank, Thank you. you. Good morning. Good to have you with us. I'd love for you to share, because both of you have powerful stories in your background growing up and your experiences. So why don't you both um, take some time to share your experiences leading up to Eddie's time in the military? Uh, well, um, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and uh, I was in a poverty situation, me and my family. And um, my father used to always talk about my uncle being in the service. And he used to always tell me when I was younger, uh, maybe you should follow in your uncle's footsteps. I never met my uncle, but that was always in the back of my mind. And when I got older, I wanted to leave my area and better myself. Uh, and so I joined the army in 1999. No, at the end of 98 and got in 1999. All right. Christina, tell us about how you two met, because I think it was in your infancy. You two were very close. Oh, yes, absolutely. We met in high school at 14 years old, believe it or not. Wow. And um, we were freshmen in high school. And from there, we kind of went our separate ways. Eddie, as he mentioned, he went to the Army. I went to Temple University here in Philadelphia in the States um, for computer science and got my degree there. And then I want to say maybe three years later, we got back together and we got married while Eddie was um, stationed in Georgia in the military. For Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think you're, am I right that you were both born in the same hospital? Yeah, um, yeah. six months earlier. Yeah, six months earlier. Um, I was born in 77 and she was born in 78. Same yeah. hospital. Yeah. We, and we didn't know that yeah, until we... Um, we started writing our book. We have a book. It's called The Story of Christina and I. Actually, here is a memoir of our, our wow. lives. And so in that book, we, you know, as we went through a process of writing the book, we had all these similarities, these connection points. And one of them was realizing that we were born in the same hospital, which mm -hmm. is not a normal occurrence in New York City because it's, it's just so huge. Um, and just to have that fact. And his father actually worked in that hospital. Mm -hmm. And my wow. grandmother worked in the hospital as well at the same time. Yeah, they didn't know each other, but yeah, at the same time. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It was predestined, destined yes. to be. Yes. yes. Yep. And I understand that both of you, you have had some, some challenges in your you know, in your childhood and growing up, your adolescence, that led up to you obviously coming together. Why don't you share with us some of your background? Well, my background, like I said before, I was, um, my, my family was, my, my mother passed away when I was young and I had a stepmother. So uh, she passed away when I was 14. So I mostly grew up with my father and we grew up, I grew up in the project. So it's mostly uh, drugs and crime and, um, you know, stuff like that. So um, I kind of had it rough than what she had it. She lived in Brooklyn too, but on the other side of Brooklyn. It was still a bad neighborhood area, but her family was closely knit and mine wasn't. So you want to talk yeah. about your family. And I think, I think that's one of the things that we learned, the dichotomy of our upbringing is what's highlighted in our book because we both grew up in Brooklyn, but we have these very separate upbringings and um, together we were able to combine and, you know, 
join our strengths to get married and then have a family. So that allowed me, you know, I had a lot more exposure. My family um, had property in Hamptons in New York. And, you know, so we were able to do a lot more and excellence in terms of education was a primary focus right. for me. And on my, my, my side of the family, education wasn't a focus for us. So um, most of the time, you know, it was seeing the daily stuff and trying to survive. Mm. So, and, and that was um, a key to us getting together. A lot of stuff that we matched up together, it was fake. You know, she didn't supposed to go to my school and, you know, she wound up going to my school. <laughs> and that's how we met. So, yeah, it was all uh, predestined. Yeah. I love how you said a bit earlier about um, you you combined your strengths in your marriage and in what you're doing now. Um, I know that John Maxwell talks about if if you focus on your strengths, you can be a top 10. But if you focus on your weaknesses, you might only ever be mediocre. And to focus on your strengths is a much worthy pursuit. Um, Eddie, I'd love for you to share a little bit of your experiences in the military, in the Army, and what you did. Oh, the, the Well, I was a 13 Echo um, fellow artillery. So I was the brains of fellow artillery. So when you see the, the big giant tanks with the guns, I'm behind the scenes showing them, telling them where to shoot at the event friendly mm. fire. So with the brains of fellow artillery. Um, my time in the military was great, but it was uh, eye-opening. You know, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So um, my base, basic training was down at Fort Sill in um, January. So it was freezing, it was cold. Uh, you know, um, just the first day alone, it, it wasn't anything that my recruiter told me I was being myself getting into. Uh, just going down there, we um, met some guys that was going down to Fort Sill at the same time. Uh, some was Army, some was um, Marines. And we didn't even know each other. And we just got together and just um, told each other we're going to stick by each other. And it was, it was eye-opening for all of us. And so we go down there and we see other other groups of people, that other groups of soldiers that we thought that um, they'll probably try to pick on us. So we, we, we don't know what to expect. You know, we, we just like, we just got to get through this. You know, I, I, there's no way I could fail at this and go back to my neighborhood. So um, uh, come to find out those guys came the day before we did. So we just started, we, we all gelled together. Um, no matter what color we were, we, we knew we had to survive and keep going. So uh, just the great memories of being a part of a, a brotherhood. It, it was like growing mm-hmm. together from, we all from different parts of the world. And we just had to grow together and um, become friends and and just try to survive. Uh, it was it was nice. It was cold. It was freezing. Uh, we got we, we worked our butt off. We learned a lot in it, and uh, we graduated and uh, had fun and went our separate ways. But it, it was memories that I, I will never forget. Yeah, you mentioned about people different different maybe different ethnicities or different cultures. Was that different than your environment where you grew up? The type of people that you're with. Um, when you're going through your training and in the army? Oh, sure. I mean, you got some people that were similar, but then you got some that, you know, um, from Mexico, uh, you know, um, Australia. Uh, the, the southern England, part of southern, the U.S. Yeah, yeah. southern U.S. It, it was it was crazy because we get thrown into this pot with everybody else that we don't know each other, and it's just so different personalities, um, different way of growing up, different way of seeing life, different way of talking. Um and there's no way I'm going back home. So 
uh, I, we just had to survive and get together and understand each other. And that's the that's the beauty about the military. You get a chance to understand everybody and other people from different parts of the world. And uh, that's what makes it so special. Hmm. Because you gotta, you gotta. They make sure that you mesh together. If not, you won't, you won't survive. It's all about teamwork and and um, embracing each other. Hmm. Do you think that that's that's a common experience for people who have been in the military? That sense of brotherhood and being able to understand people from different cultures working together. Yes, and um, if you're willing to open yourself up, it's even better. You know. It, um, when you're in the military, especially basic training, you're not allowed to keep yourself in a shell. It's like you you learning yourself and learning other people. So you have to open up. You have to be open minded, and they get you to do that. But um, if you if you stay close to yourself, um, you you don't get the experience mm. what people bring to your life. You know, it, so many people brought something to my life in basic training. It was amazing that mm. I still remember to this day, or I still reach out to them to this day because. It, it, it's a great feeling to know that you know you can depend on someone that you never met only for a couple of months that you have to depend on that person. So if you mm. if you stay open-minded, you can receive um all the great stuff that comes with it. That's great. How long were you in the army? Three years. I was in three, three years. years. Did you travel overseas, go on a deployment? Uh no, I did not. No. My my unit went in before they went to Iraq war. So I, I got out right before they went to the Iraq war. He was medically okay. discharged. Yeah, I was medically discharged. Okay. So now after transitioning back into civilian life and you two were married already. Yeah. So when you, when you left the army and went into civilian life, what were some of those skills or those attributes that you took from the army that have really helped you become successful now? Listening, listening to people before I joined the army, um, when I lived in Brooklyn, I ain't listened to anybody. I was a young kid. <laughs> Nothing could tell me what to do. Um, but but you learn to listen, not just take your commands, but you learn to listen to other people, other issues, other problems, um, other things that they they bring to the table. So you learn to listen. Of course, leadership. You know, um, you know, you bring to the table the point that you could give me anything and. If I can't accomplish it at that moment, give me some time and I can. So there's no way, there's no no in the military. Just, mm -hmm. You get your job, you got to do your job, you, you get through it. So listening and leadership is the, the things I brought to the table in the outside world. But um, it also gave you confidence. Like I wasn't scared to go into the outside world, especially because I had my wife and she was just about to get her degree. So I wasn't scared to go out to the world and say, hey, you know, I'm a veteran. And I could do this for you and your company. Mm, awesome. Christina, were you based, were you actually living on the base as some military families do where Eddie was, or were you geographically separate? We lived in, well, for a year we were apart. I lived in Philly while he was stationed in um, Georgia and the Savannah, Georgia section, Hinesville, Georgia. And then um, I moved there maybe a year into our marriage um, to Georgia to be with Eddie. And we lived right off of the base. So we lived in Hinesville, Georgia, which is right outside of Fort Stewart, Georgia, where the um, base was located. Um, so I had to get acclimated to military life as well, you know, just right. learning how to balance and understand the subculture of the army. That was just a whole new 
experience that I was not familiar with. And then also learning how to juggle that um, with my own career and, you know, mm. kind of kind of mm. figuring out how to navigate it. You know, they had to learn how to be a lot more flexible with the Army's um, requirements of families and soldiers. And so that was a big skill that I learned, you know, taking that and just learning that um, resiliency and flexibility was the big thing. I think and, I and it's away. crazy because I'm I'm new to the military, so I'm one year in. So now, I, you know, I'm a soldier for one year. I get married and now we automatically a family with a, with a baby on the way. So now I got to get used to becoming a married soldier and having a family at the same time, still remembering that I am a soldier. So there's a lot of things we had to uh, uh -huh. communicate to each other because it, it was new to both of us. You know, we both hmm. young is is new to both of us. So it was a lot of times that I, I couldn't do things and I had to do things. And, um, you know, we had to communicate, but it was rough. It, it, it was rough. We was we was poor. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got our first town home and um, we had bed sheets um, as curtains, bed sheets as curtains, <laughs> milk crates. People, yeah. um, former um, veterans, veterans gave us yeah. beds, mattresses. Wow. Uh, tables. We, we was broke. Yeah. We, we was broke. But I would say the camaraderie of the the military, the veterans that lived, that stayed in the area near the base, as well as the, the FRG, the Family Readiness Group, um, they were very helpful in mm -hmm. helping us um, just mm -hmm. kind of get ourselves established as a family. So, Christina, you were... Um a new wife, I guess. You are now a mum. You have your own career. You're developing. You're in a different geographic area. Um, you're yeah. learning the culture, as you say, all of this. Um, and Eddie, as you said, you've got these different roles. What were some of those challenges that you experienced? I mean, they are challenges, but how did you how did you navigate those challenges? And what was really the difference maker for you? Um, you're still together, you know. You're you're pursuing a vision together and helping other people. So, what did you do to get through those challenges that has enabled you to be successful now? I would say it was definitely just communicating yep, yep. together because. Mm -hmm as you mentioned, we were going through it together. So mm -hmm. that was the one thing we definitely, that was the first challenge we tackled as a couple. And so that allowed us to learn how to communicate with each other while this was occurring and figure out, okay, well, how do we, you know, how do we navigate this? How do we, you know, almost like negotiate, you know, picking up children, dropping off, mm -hmm. you know, all of mm -hmm. that. He did have to be deployed for like uh, exercises and um, his yeah. training, um, his annual training in California. So he mm -hmm. was over there for over like a month and a half every year. So at that point I was a single mom, you know, during right. that time. So we, we really, it was about communication um, being sensitive um, to each other's challenge, you know, him mm. as a husband and a soldier being in another state while I'm, you know, balancing those things. I had to get my driver's license mm -hmm. for the first time uh, right before he had to go off to our training for two weeks. And uh, I just had a new baby. So it was just working as a team that yeah. I have to say that is the the biggest advice I could give couples is you have to realize that you're a unit together in your mm -hmm. household and as a married couple. And, and we were young too. We was 22 and 21. So 
I think for me, communication, but listening and giving feedback, you know, as men, especially men that we have to get the job done, especially in the military, um, you know, we can't say no to any job we get in the military. We have to do what we have to do. So we have to communicate that with our spouse, but also we have to listen and understand and give feedback to my spouse that, hey, you know, I have to do this, but we can still do something else. You know, mm. uh, once I started doing that, listening to her, because I used to come home and either be tired or not do what I, you know, I, I used to do. Because we also we newlyweds. Yeah, we newlyweds. Right. So we never we never been in this situation before. And plus, I never saw a marriage before. My father was ma- my father was married, but my, my mother, my stepmother passed away. So I never saw a full marriage before. So I don't know what to say, what to act, anything like that. Mm. But I know I loved her. And I know mm. how to take care of her. So um, once we started, she started telling me her issues and her problems, knowing that I can't say no to anything, give it to me in the military. I stopped listening and gave her feedback. And um, that helped a lot. That, that helped a lot. I, I, it, it, I, I never was dismissing her, but uh, by me doing that, listening to her and telling her what she said and giving her feedback, opened up mm. both our eyes and be like, okay, we can do this. We can make this work. And and that's, that's the main key that on my side that, helped us make it work. Amazing. And so now you've started um, your own Adiva, your own initiative. Let me just pop it up on the screen. Tell us about what you're doing with Sledge House Media. Sure. Um, so our entertainment company, it's a multimedia cross-platform entertainment company called Sledge House Media, which takes our last name, right, and incorporates it into the company. And what we do primarily is publish in books, Um, We have films, um, a few other digital and audio projects that we have coming. Um, And um, we have our memoir, which I mentioned earlier. It's the story of Christina and I right here. You can purchase it anywhere on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. And in this book, we talk about our time in the military as a couple. We talk about the challenges that we encountered and then the plans that we put in place so that we could um, move forward together. We both got our degrees while you know, Eddie was a veteran. um, And then also, um, furthermore, producing this new company together. So um, I would definitely say it's been a a wonderful joy to actually have this come to fruition and be Mm. able to share the stories of just average people. That's that's our mission. And and when we first married, remember, we we first married, we only had 50 cents in our pocket. So I wore my class A's and she wore her prom dress, a high school prom dress. And um, we, we, we just eloped and we got, it was a snowy day in the Philly and uh, I picked up, put inside the car and uh, I got inside the car to drive a seat and I looked and we had an old car too. We had a, a New York, a Chrysler New York of over 180,000 miles on it. So we didn't know when it was going to kick out. And um, I looked at my pocket, see how much money I had and only had two quarters. And from that two quarters, I took one of them, called my father, told him what happened. And uh, he sent us Western Union, us $50. And um, we just took it from there. We, we knew we had love and confidence in each other. And, and we, we toughed it out and made it. Now we got our own company. Amazing. Really inspiring. So knowing that you've been through challenges uh, personally and now together 
and work through those challenges and picked up skills and strategies along the way. Like you said, listening, having a can-do attitude, having confidence in the love that you have together. What would be some what would be some advice and guidance you might give to a young married couple um, who you know are going through similar things to you, where one of the one of the spouses might be in the military, one is pursuing their own endeavors. What's some advice and guidance you might give them? You go first. What advice would you give someone? I would definitely say that um, go into it knowing that it it will be challenging. Like you will be challenged. Mm -hmm. You will. But you also have to realize that there's several um, benefits that come with being in the military or then transitioning out of the military. I would definitely say take advantage. And I know Eddie would agree with this. Take advantage of like a GI Bill. Mm -hmm. um, because that was so crucial to our success as a, as a family, you know, Eddie was able to get his bachelor's degree using his GI bill, as well as his master's degree using the post GI bill. Um, and that allowed us to just propel to the next level, um, post military. So I would definitely say do that. And then also as a, a wife, to remember that um, you're support, you're there to support your spouse, or if you're a husband supporting your wife, um, you're there to support them. So it's it's a good thing to just communicate all the time and understand that you're a team and and you can get through it. We're we're living proof of yeah, that. Proof of that. <laughs> I would say, um, you know, I always said that every every marriage is a different fingerprint. You know, what works for your marriage may not work for my marriage. And a lot of times before we get married or while we marry, we're young, we take other people's issues or problems and bring it into ours or think it may be into ours. Um, just look at life, look at your marriage, that's a different fingerprint. You know, you, 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 your two can set what you want together and try not to let any outside influences come in and, um, you know, can't ruin your marriage. Keep everything in your household to yourself. You know, if you don't want anyone to know about it, then keep it to yourself because it might come back and can also hurt your your um, household. Yeah, stick together. Hmm. Hmm. That's great advice. Look, I want to thank you both. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, for those of you watching the recording on whichever platform, whether you're on YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Whichever platform you're watching this on, you can see that we've got the website for Christina and Edie going on the bottom of the screen, and I'll put up the big banner as well so that you can reach out to them. If you're an aspiring author, you feel like that you have a story to tell in, in a book form or in other media, do reach out to them. They're doing great things. So thank you both very much for giving us your time. Edie, thank you for your service. Thank you, Christina, for being part of that support team to make sure that it was successful. And um, is there one last thing that you'd like to encourage people with um, in regards to telling their story and sharing their story? Everyone's story is important. Um, your unique story might bring light to someone else. So always mm. remember that um, as you're going through whatever challenge is good, bad, or indifferent, that whatever you are experiencing can actually probably help someone else too. Yeah, and um, ne never give up. Um, never give up. Because if you give up, you're going to start from the bottom again. It's going to take longer. Just keep moving. Keep going forward. Um, we are living proof of a, of a family that struggled well, our first year in the military. And, you know, we came on and, you know, stuck together and 
live life together. So, but take advantage of the, all the benefits that the military gives. The, the um, you know, the military gives like job bill, post job bill, um, VA loan. Take advantage of it because you know all veterans earned it, and it's it's, it's definitely useful. It definitely Thank you. Thank you both. Please don't go anywhere. Just as I wrap up, I'd love to have a quick chat with you afterwards as well. For those of you watching the recording, this is part of our veteran stories, Difference Makers. And so we're delighted to have had Christina and Edie with us sharing their story. Uh, join us again on another episode. We look forward to seeing you and hearing more stories from veterans and spouses and how they've navigated their journey and what they're doing now. So we'll see you again. Mm -hmm.